You are now entering the place we gather to hear the magic of our souls through subconscious work, ritualistic living, creative reclamation, and curious wonderment. This is Soul Speak. We're back. We are back on the podcast. This is my very first time doing a video version of the podcast. Normally I just do audio. So if you're on Spotify and you can do video, hi, I'm here. Here's my face. (laughs) This is cool. Um, It's a little bit different. We're going to see how it goes, but I'm excited to be here. At the end of this episode, I pulled a card for us um, just for the collective energy to be aware of for whoever is tuning in. So stay tuned to the end of the episode for that. And I'm smiling because it's just, it's a beautiful card. I'm like, mm, I love this energy for us. So I'm excited to share that. But in this episode, I want to talk about this concept that I've been not just thinking about a lot lately, but experiencing a lot lately. And it's this process of, sorry, I'm rolling up my sleeves because I'm getting hot. It's um, it's a nice day here in San Diego. It's really sunny. It's been kind of cloudy and like rainy lately and the sun is out. It's a clear blue sky. The sun is coming in through my kitchen window. I'm just like, oh. So anyways, I want to talk about this process of outgrowing the characters that we have created for ourselves. This is something that I've been experiencing a lot, especially in the last like four years of my life. I would say it's felt like a pretty constant um, dying off of previous characters, of who I have been, who I felt like I needed to be, who I thought I was, and then hitting this point in the road along my path where I'm like, oh, that person, that personality, that character, those behaviors, that way of thinking doesn't actually resonate anymore. It doesn't even feel like me anymore. And outgrowing that and realizing that I've outgrown that, but reaching this point where I'm like, well, I know who I'm not anymore, but I don't know who I am in this new chapter. And that's what I want to talk about is that in-between part of the process, because I don't think enough people shed light on that. If you hear streaming, uh, street noises, airplanes, there's things happening in the world and that's, can't control it. So we're just going to go with it. (laughs) Um, It's that in-between part of the process that I don't think gets enough attention. It's, It's not even the death or the rebirth. It's the void space in between. We're all very aware that for transformation to have to take place, death has to happen. Some change, some loss, some kind of letting go needs to take place. There has to be a shedding of the old in order to create space to welcome in the new, right? Like that is 
it's inevitable. It's necessary. It's essential. If we want to evolve and grow, that is the process that has to happen, whether we like it or not. And sometimes we try to fight against it. Change is knocking at our door and we're like, no, I want to stay the same. I want to keep the same things in my life. And the universe is like, bitch, no, like loosen your grasp, just surrender, release, let it go because we have something so much better waiting for you. If you would just create the space to allow that to flow into your life, but we resist it so much. But there's this thing that happens in between the releasing and the letting go and the rebirth and the renewal and the new beginning and welcoming in the new things. And I've been referring to this as the void space. I think a lot of people kind of talk about like being in the void and it's this uncomfortable place of just having to sink fully into the unknown and just let yourself be in that space. But I don't think it's shared enough that it's not just death and rebirth. It's death and then the void, the in-between, kind of feels like no man's land, and then it's rebirth. And the thing is, you can't rush being in that in-between space. And for me, that's the most uncomfortable space to be in. Like the death part is absolutely uncomfortable, 100%. Having to release old identities or even like old people in your life who aren't serving you anymore, jobs, opportunities, maybe your home or parts of your lifestyle. Having to release and say goodbye to that stuff is really challenging. But for me, what's even more challenging is after I do that, I have the clarity. I'm like, okay, this thing isn't working anymore. It's time to like do something differently. So let me create the space. I'll clear that out. I'll let it go. We don't always have a choice. Sometimes life is like, you're clearly not getting that this isn't serving you. So we're going to take it away from you. And that happens pretty often, right? And then you're left in this space of nothingness and quiet and stillness. And you're almost forced to just be with yourself. And I've been in this space recently. I'm still in this space in a lot of ways. And that's why I want to talk about it right now, because it's so potent for me. And I feel like not enough people share this process as they're going through it. They wait till they're past it. It's something that happened five years ago. And then they just talk about the death and the rebirth. But it's easy to forget how sometimes you just have to sit in the unknown. And It's easy to look back and be like, yeah, I didn't know what was going to happen and blah, 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 but everything fell into place. But when you're in it, it's a whole different experience. And it's easy to forget how challenging it can be to just surrender, take your hands off the wheel. And I'm someone who, you know, I've cultivated a certain level of self-awareness and I have spiritual practices to keep me grounded and connected. 
And even with all those things in place, even with that really strong foundation, as I move through this void space and really have to face uncertainty and like lean into it, I'm seeing how fucking hard it can be. And so I just, I'm sharing this in case anyone is in this space with me right now, or maybe you'll be in this space soon. Maybe you're coming out of this space, but at some point you're going to find yourself in this void, this in-between where you've had to let a bunch go. Maybe it was killing off old parts of yourself. And you know newness is coming. You know that there's something on the horizon but it's not here yet and you can't force and make it hurry up as much as you might want to. And you're just here in space and things are moving around you, but you kind of feel like you're just plopped right here. (laughs) It's like life is still going on outside, but you almost feel like you're in this glass house, just watching it all move around you. And you're just kind of like, well, not really sure which doorway I meant to walk through. Like, I don't even see a doorway right now. I don't see anything except life moving on without me. And that's kind of how it feels. It feels like everything is moving on without you. Things are moving forward. And because you don't have a clear direction or maybe an opportunity hasn't presented itself yet, you're kind of just left to sit. And the Capricorn in me, the like fiery parts of me, as well as the not so healthy programmed and conditioned parts of me that place all of my value and self-worth in what I'm doing and producing, those parts really are having a hard time with just resting in the darkness, resting in that still space and just letting things unfold when they need to, how they need to, and not worrying about it. And it's a daily practice. It's constantly reminding myself to surrender, to just okay, this is my work right now. Like the most important thing that I can do for myself right now is to just be in this space and not just say I'm surrendering. Yeah, I accept it. I'm here. I'm in the void. But like in the background, I'm still trying to figure things out. Even if it's just mental activity, my mind is like, maybe I should do this or this or that, or maybe this is going to happen. Oh, I should do that. And it's like, that's not surrendering. That's not surrendering. And the universe knows it. So it's a constant practice. It's a constant coming back to the present, reminding myself of what is true in this moment. And as I've been going through this process and in this cycle of the void, some death has happened. The rebirth is, it's in the process, but it sure isn't like full-fledged yet. I'm still very much in the space of like, whoa, 
who am I? Who am I becoming? Like, who is this human now? What does she want? What is this next six months of my life? Like, talk about a five-year plan. I don't even have a six-month plan, okay? I don't know what's going to happen. So I feel like I'm staring into one giant question mark in a lot of ways. And there's a part of me that is terrified by that, but there's a part of me that's so ecstatic and liberated and expanded by all of the possibility, right? But as I'm going through this process, something really big that's come up for me is two things. One of them, I'm just speaking freely here, so I know I started off uh, saying we were going to talk about like outgrowing the characters that we create for ourselves. And I do want to talk about that as the second thing. But before we get there, something else coming up that I think is really important to share when talking about this process is I'm seeing how much I place worth and value in doing things taking action in such a way that produces an external result that other people will see and be aware of. And I place so much value on the things I do that create those external results. And really, there, I don't place as much value on the internal because I've been having this whole story come up as I go through this process of, sorry, I need to readjust here. <laughs> That's my fridge. <laughs> We're just going to roll with it. There's a story as I go through this, because again, like being in this void space, this in-between space, there isn't a lot happening out there. It's not about taking outward action. It's not about producing any kind of results that we can share with other people. It's not about creating anything that other people are going to see and be like, wow, you've been working so hard. You've done so much. This is internal work. Like when people talk about doing the work, this is it. It is spiritual transformation on the deepest level. It is rewiring, reprogramming the self from the inside out. Because for things to shift in your life externally, they have to shift within you first. But it's interesting how resistant I have been to this process, even though I understand it conceptually, because I don't value the internal transformation as much as I value the external transformation. It's almost, and like, I didn't realize this. I didn't realize how deep this was within me until very recently. You know, and like, I'm a very spiritual person. I'm very much into being the best that I can be and growth and evolution and all of that stuff. As I think if you're listening to this, you probably are as well. So I kind of just had it in my mind that like, of course I value the internal growth and transformation the same way. 
And it's like, of course I do value it. Otherwise I wouldn't be here doing this work, right? But it's been really liberating and empowering actually to catch this story as it's happening, kind of like grab it and be like, oh, hold on. What is this program that's running within me that I wasn't aware of? And that's one of the reasons it's been so hard for me to surrender to this in-between space of just slowing down, just kind of stopping, stopping everything. Because there's this part of me that's like, no, but I, I need to be moving forward. I need to be taking action. I need to be like ticking off the boxes and accomplishing my goals. And doing these external things that other people will see and say, wow, you're really making progress. You're doing so much and kind of getting that external validation. So just seeing that that's where I place so much worth rather than on the internal stuff has been really interesting. And it's because you could be going through a huge transformation on the inside. But that is a solitary process. That is, it's an experience and an adventure and an endeavor that only you can ever truly understand because you're the only one going through it. And because of that, other people aren't going to be aware necessarily of all the big transformation that's happening within you. And so even though this isn't true, it kind of feels like you don't really have anything to show for yourself, right? Because from the outside looking in, it kind of might just look like you're sitting back, not really doing anything, not much is happening for you. Everyone else around you is moving forward, doing all the things, and you're just like, I'm just here. Meanwhile, there is an entire world within you crumbling to the ground and being rebuilt. But they can't see that. And yes, eventually, it will reflect externally. You will gain that momentum back. You will come fully into the rebirth and blossom and spread your wings again you know you'll be that butterfly coming out of the cocoon and everyone will see all the inner work that just took place but when you're in that process you really have to let go of feeling like you have to prove something to people or you're not worthy or as valuable because you're going within rather than taking all this outward action and doing things that other people can see and praise and recognize. So I bring this up in case anyone is feeling that, or maybe you're not even aware of it. But if you're in a similar space and you're having a really hard time surrendering and you're trying to just push through and force it, 
I share this with you to get really real with yourself and ask yourself, am I valuing this time of inner transformation as much as I value external goals and validation and doing the things that I'll be recognized for? Do I value that as much as I value doing the inner work that nobody will ever fucking know what I had to go through and what I had to face within myself? And it's sort of like this question of integrity, really, for me is what it comes to. And it's like, it's that whole concept of when nobody is watching, what will you do? If nobody will ever know whether you choose to face your inner demons and go to those dark places and retrieve those lost parts of yourself and integrate them for your evolution to become the best person that you can be, if no one would ever know that that's the work you could do, would you take that opportunity? Would you do it? And that's a question that we all kind of have to sit with. It's like when you're faced with yourself, every aspect, the shadows, the light, the dark parts that you don't want to look at, when you have the opportunity to go there, Will you take it? Even if no one will ever give you credit for doing it or ever recognize you for doing that work. So that's something I've been sitting with. <laughs> um, no big deal, you know. <laughs> and it's been really powerful. And I've also, as I was saying, been really in this process of realizing that it's inevitable that we're going to outgrow ourselves along with other things in our lives that are outside of us, like other people, places, jobs, homes, passions, habits, mindsets, like we're constantly growing and learning and changing. I'm going to take a sip of water. You should too. Stay hydrated. Oh, hair in my mouth. Um, but yeah, I've really been thinking about it. It's always fascinated me how we're so quick to put ourselves and other people in boxes, right? Like we... But I've I've most mostly been thinking about this in relation to myself. I know we do this with other people, but I've really been like focusing inward and looking at how I place myself in a box. And I've sort of created this character of who Montoya is. And with that, we start to really solidify. Okay, these are the things I do. These are the things I like. These are the things I don't like. I talk like this. I 
act like this. I have friends who are like this. I spend my time doing these things. And we create a character for ourselves. And we get so locked in to who that character has to be. And it's kind of like putting ourselves in chains, like locking ourselves in, holding ourselves down, going, this is who I've decided to be. And now like, that's it. Stuck with it, stuck with this character. (laughs) And I've kind of just been laughing at that a little bit because the reality is that in any single moment, we can choose to shift out of that and play a completely different character. And all it takes is making a decision that's different, right? It's like that saying, like, you can't expect to have different results by doing the same thing all the time. And we get so used to feeling like we have to play this character all the time that we've created for ourselves. And how do we do that? We do that by making the same choices that we always make, doing things in the same way that we've always done them, thinking in the same way that we've always thought about things. So reverse engineer that. How do we break out of this character, this mold, and step into something new? We have to start doing things differently. This is where it's like the subconscious work is fucking powerful. We have to start thinking about things differently. We have to start viewing ourselves differently. Even the smallest little changes I've noticed. I had to burp. Sorry. (laughs) The smallest changes do something in the subconscious mind where it's like just the slightest shift. But it really starts to get me thinking about things in a different way. And it puts you in a different energy. And that different new energy is the momentum you need to break you out of that old pattern, that old mold, to just start to expand your awareness and go, oh, (laughs) I don't have to play that same character anymore. I can be whoever I want in this moment. And all it takes is in every single moment, choosing something new, choosing something different. So I've also really been focusing on that as I'm in this space, especially when it feels like I don't have a lot of control and I'm not meant to have a lot of control. And I also don't have a ton of like momentum happening around me yet because it's just not the time for that. I'm supposed to be still and really sink into this, the void, right? Just let myself be held in that dark, empty space. But in every moment, it's like, okay, I don't need to like try to make anything happen. I don't need to force, but how can I do things differently? What is something new that I can go do? And it might be as simple as driving a different way to the store. It might be something as simple as like my friends and I talk about this all the time. Like instead of getting an oat milk latte, like you might always get every single day, maybe get a matcha, maybe get a chai, like the little things that you can switch up that you don't think are going to matter, that you don't think make any difference at all. But let me tell you, those little decisions compound over time. And think about it. If every little decision you made, you made it in a different way from a new energy, that's going to build 
And that's going to put you into a completely new space, into a completely new frequency. And then you're going to be able to build off of that. And when it comes to bigger decisions, when opportunities do start showing up, you're already going to be in that mindset of, ooh, how can I do this in a new way? What can I do differently? You're already going to be in that different energy, that new frequency. So you're not even going to be quite thinking in the same old patterns as you used to. So this is a way to build that momentum without like forcing and trying to just push through this time and like make things happen when they're not supposed to. Start to bring your attention to these small little daily things, the little daily choices that just seem really mundane and seem like they don't really have any impact on your life. Focus on those and focus on doing those in a new way that feels exciting. Or if it doesn't feel exciting yet, at least just get curious and say, ooh, what do I feel curious about? How can I do it differently? That's something that's been really huge, really helpful. And it's natural to outgrow yourself. It's natural to put yourself into a box and then realize, actually, you know what? I don't want to be in a box. It's time to break out of that. How do I do that? Starts with doing things differently. So that's what I have to say on that. I think it's time to get into our card that I pulled for us. So the card that I pulled, and this message is for whoever's tuning in at any time that you're tuning in. Um, I always set the intention when I'm pulling cards that it's for the highest and best of whoever is listening or watching. So the card that we have today is the Empress. If you're watching the video, hopefully you can kind of see this. My blurred background is making it weird, but I love this card. It's just such a perfect message too for anyone, especially who is also in this void space or just going through some kind of really big change and you're facing a lot of uncertainty and you feel like kind of uncomfortable. <laughs> the Empress is this motherly, nurturing, abundant energy. It's definitely a very feminine energy. Um, that doesn't have to mean like male or female, just the energy, the feeling is very feminine in the sense that it is nurturing. It's like, again, that void space, we can either look at it as being really dark and uncomfortable and we're all alone and we don't know what's gonna happen, or we can shift that perspective and think about it almost like being in the womb space. It's dark, but it's warm and we're protected. We're, we're like being held in this amazing, nurturing, abundant, life-giving container. And that's kind of the um, image that I'm seeing right now is a lot of us being in that space. And if we can just shift our perspective to seeing it in that nurturing way, like we're being held and supported rather than we're just like in this space floating by ourselves and don't know what's happening. <laughs> that perspective is going to help us to surrender that much more. 
And the Empress is here to tell us that there is so much abundance. There is so much that life is waiting to give us. And if we can just fully surrender and open ourselves to receive, that's what's on the other side of this. This isn't happening for nothing. The Empress understands that it is her birthright to receive to receive abundance. She she is wealthy and it's not like wealthy in a financial sense necessarily, but it, it can mean that too. But wealthy beyond money and physical material gain. She is wealthy in peace and just this like inner calm, this inner centeredness. It's very much this energy of just like sitting back, remaining open, and realizing that there's nothing you have to do, but wholeheartedly trusting that everything you are meant to experience is going to flow to you with ease. So there's very much this easeful, beautiful, reciprocal energy and it's a cycle, right? Like, it's like, I, I give what I came here to give, and I receive what I came here to receive. And the more that I open myself to receive, the more I'm going to fill up my cup and feel abundant and nourished. And from that space, the more I can give and put out into the world, and the more I can fully step into my gifts and what I came here to do and how I came here to serve. But it's a reciprocal relationship. You can't just be taking, you can't just be giving. And the Empress has mastered that give and take and understanding that in order to be able to give as much as you possibly can, you have to be able to receive and you have to feel worthy of receiving. So this is the energy that we're being supported by. Um, for a lot of us, this is a big lesson that we're learning right now is how to balance the giving and the receiving. For a lot of us, I feel like the Empress typically shows up when we may be giving more than we're receiving and we're struggling with opening ourselves up to receiving or feeling worthy enough to receive and it's again it's coming back to understanding and trusting and believing that abundance is your birthright you don't have to struggle you don't have to fight you don't have to force you don't have to prove anything to anyone including to yourself but simply by being you are worthy of all that you desire. So that is the message of the Empress. Um, perfect for this episode, because again, it's like sinking back, surrendering, trusting, staying open, and knowing that you're going to receive exactly what you need when you need it, trusting that you are fully supported, you are being held in this space of uncertainty, you're being guided through even when it feels 
dark and you can't see one foot in front of you, there is a divine plan. And so it's about sinking into that trust, remembering that there is abundance all around you if you just open your eyes and choose to see it. So on that note, uh, I think we're going to wrap up today's episode. I have no idea how long this has been, but if you're still here listening, I truly, truly appreciate you. Thank you so much. If you're interested in working with me, um, taking things a little bit deeper, I am offering my hypnotherapy services as well as my intuitive tarot services. So um, I'm doing intuitive tarot readings right now, donation-based. Um, so how that works is you can go on my website. There's a form that you can fill out um, with your information and then submit it. Once I receive your request for a reading, I will create some space to sit down, pull cards for you, depending on if you have a certain question or just a specific area of your life that you want to focus on and gain more clarity and insight around. Um, so I'll pull some cards for you. And then what I'll do is I will record a video going through the cards, kind of like this video. I try to keep them around 15 minutes just so they don't get too long because it is donation-based right now. And then I will share the video with you um, via Google Drive. So that's what I'm doing for the tarot readings right now. Um, just as I'm kind of like working up, getting into doing that more as an offering, as a service. And recording the videos on my own time is really the best way for me to be able to do more readings because I have a lot going on. And it's more limiting to try to like get on a live video call with people and work out both of our schedules. Um, I could only do like a few of those a week if I was doing it that way. Whereas, you know, recording the videos anytime I have free time, it's like I could be doing it late at night, early in the morning, at times when other people necessarily might not be available. So I'm going to keep that structure for now. At some point in the future, I do think I would like to do live readings where we just get on a Zoom call um, and do the reading that way. And I do like that because it's like, we can interact that way. I can like ask you questions. You can, you can ask me questions during the reading and that allows us to go into more depth in a way. Um, but for now, I'm testing this out. It is donation-based, so it's not anything crazy. It's like pay what you can, you know what I mean? Um, so that's available as well as, again, if you're interested in hypnotherapy and want to schedule a free consultation, I have those complimentary everything's on my website. I'll have that link in the show notes um, or just connect with me on Instagram if you want to say, hey, ask any questions, talk about anything in more detail that I shared here on the podcast. But that's it. I just, I'm very grateful. I love doing this. It's um something that really brings me a lot of joy and it's a great way for me to like creatively express and yeah happy to be here. So thank you so, so much for listening. And I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye for now. And that wraps up another episode of Soul Speak. Thank you so much for being here. I'm truly grateful for your presence. 
To connect with me further and find all of my information, just go ahead and click through the show notes. There you will find my Instagram, website, and anything else mentioned in the episode. Don't forget to subscribe for future episodes. And if you want to show your support for the show, I would be so grateful. You can leave a rating and review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or leave a rating on Spotify. Thanks again for listening and I'll catch you later.